0: Welcome to Death and Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I'm MK. And
1: I'm Courtney.
2: And,
1: uh, Courtney, how are you?
2: I am doing okay. I am not dying of a heat stroke, which is absolutely wonderful.
1: Fantastic. Um,
2: love that. Um, I am only struggling slightly. Um, I realized right before we got on the record, My coffee was behind me, and I didn't know it, and I spilled it all over my couch. So my couch and me are a little wetter than I'd like to be, Um, but it's fine. Story of my life. Um, But last night, nope, Friday night, I don't know what day it is, um, I went and saw Wicked again, and it was so amazing. I love Wicked, though. It's so good. I do love Wicked. Who's, Who's starring in Wicked right now? People like didn't know, but I saw a lot of the understudies. Okay. Um and they were I mean, so I saw it
0: Is Celia Hotenstein still the understudy for Glenda?
2: No. I saw Allie not Allie Hoffman, the other A one. There are two A names. Allie Hoffman is an understudy, but she's not the one I okay. saw. Okay. Um, I don't know where I put my playbill, so I can't give you any more information. I think it's across the room somewhere. Um I'm sorry. But it was—I saw it like three or four years ago, and it was incredible. And then I saw the understudies in this one. Alphaba uh, was the main Alphaba. This woman who played Alphaba was incredible.
0: Oh, Talia is Alphaba right now. She's amazing. She, oh, you didn't—you didn't get to see Brittany Johnson? I did not. Oh.
2: No, but the one I did see was amazing too. Like, and they had really good. Her and Talia had really good chemistry. And I really liked seeing Talia in it because her alphabet, I feel like a lot of people who play Alphaba really try to just like emulate Idina Menzel and they want to yeah. be and sound like Idina Menzel. And I mean, every now and then there was like a catch in her voice that sounded like it. But her songs, it didn't sound like she was just trying to sound exactly like Idina Menzel. And she did incredible Okay.
0: To be fair, you might not have seen her, but the understudy for Alphabet is still Celia Hottenstein. I was not wrong. Okay. I did (laughs) that. Because because I'm friend. I'm friends with her. So I was like, no, that. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she was Meg Jiri in the national tour of Phantom the time that I worked with them for like two months straight. And and so she, and I was like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 she's definitely still Glinda. I don't know who you yeah. saw if it wasn't Celia, yeah, but she's the Glinda Nassaros understudy right now.
2: Yeah, I saw, I her name started with an A, but she was incredible and did wonderful. They both did wonderful. Um, Fiero was fine. Um, I mean, he was good, but it was just like, meh, yeah. especially compared to like the rest of the cast. So, um, Yeah, so I'm doing pretty darn well thanks to that.
0: How are you? I'm okay. No, I'm great. I'm always great lately. It's disgusting and I hate it. Um, even when I'm not great, I'm not, I'm great because like Friday had a full-on breakdown.
2: Eh,
0: well, in fact, I've had a lot, actually I had a lot of breakdowns in the last week. I had an absolute shit show mental spiral on Tuesday. Um, You know, because I sent
2: you. I was like, did I talk to you on Tuesday?
0: <laughs> I sent- that, was, I really- that was the day that I snapped. I did you like Oh, yes. I yes. Walk in circles
2: for the whole paragraph. That
0: day. Yeah. Um absolute mental breakdown on Tuesday. Um and then on Thursday I told my boyfriend and showed him the messages I sent Courtney about my mental spiral about not knowing how to talk to him. And he was like, You you know that you don't have to do that, right? Like that's you can you can tell me these things. <laughs> it's like I don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. Oh,
1: we getting there. We're figuring
0: it out um, We're working on it. Um, but on Thursday, I did, in fact, do the most basic white bitch thing. Um, I changed up my Starbucks order. It's now $11. Oh
2: my God. Your Starbucks order is ridiculous. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, I don't have time to respond to this right now. I was like, I can't get today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I told Dan I was only going to order it, like, once a week because it's so expensive, and today's the fourth day in a row. I yeah, got I- it. yeah. Yeah, my life is so bad. Um, like, I can't even pay my credit card bill tomorrow because I put more money on my Starbucks card to get it today.
2: Do you want to tell tell the, the fine people of our podcast what your order is?
0: It is a venti blonde vanilla latte, no vanilla, three pumps of hazelnut, three shots or an extra shot of espresso, three pumps of white chocolate mocha and vanilla sweet cream cold foam, and
2: a caramel drizzle. That is really sweet. No, that is disgustingly sweet. Meanwhile, my order is a toasted vanilla latte with half the sweetener. That's it. That's what I get, and when they're out of that, I get the cold, the vanilla sweet cream cold brew with no sweetener. Um, (laughs) That's my orders from Starbucks.
0: But now that um, it's gonna be fall flavors very soon. My order is gonna change. But um, speaking of, to be fair, hold on. Where's my text to Diana about what my new Starbucks order is gonna be? Um,
2: insane. It's gonna be wild. I know.
0: Um, a Venti iced chai latte with two pumps of apple syrup, two pumps of extra chai, topped with vanilla sweet cream, cold foam, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon dolce powder. Absolutely not. Um, tastes like not. apple pie.
2: I am distraught because I believe, this may be a rumor, but um, when the winter flavors come back around, I've heard s'mores is being discontinued, which is very sweet, but I like to have it once a year because I really enjoy it one time As a year. long
0: as sugar cookie's coming back, I don't care.
2: I don't know. I didn't ask because that was also too sweet, but I uh, I do drink the, which one's the caramel one? caramel brulee. Latte. Oh, the, car- the caramel brulee or the chestnut
0: praline. Chestnut praline I know. is
2: pretty-
0: No, but the chestnut praline for not sweet, the chestnut praline is pretty good. Yeah, but
2: I don't like those flavors. Oh, okay. I don't Never. like the nutty flavors. Um, but, uh, yeah, I get the caramel brulee with half the sweetener. <laughs> um,
0: as close the other thing- to black
2: coffee as I can get with a little pick of flavor.
0: <laughs> the other thing I did to be basic on Thursday on my date, I did not get that coffee on my day. That was just for my morning to make it through work. be alive, yes. Fair. Um, but then I took Dan to a cider mill. To a what? A cider mill.
2: Like a brewery, but for cider? Yeah.
0: Okay. Where they make, it's my favorite place, and they make apple cider slushies and apple cider donuts and Ooh. fresh apple cider. And they sell, like, all kinds of things that you can bake that are, like, apple flavored. It's, like fall heaven but I always go my first time in the year I always go in August before it gets busy and all the white girls show up for fall so we went um and got apple cider donuts which and apple cider slushies, and he had never been there before and I was like I'm about to change your life
2: so I did see your picture of this but I also was at work then and did not respond to this one even though mentally I did want to respond to that no
0: you responded you said I don't know what that is but it looks delicious oh
2: excellent Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Um, is this still open? There's, there's rumors that I may try and get to Buffalo. Um, I believe.
0: When does it close? Let me double check. Um, Mayor,
1: Belos- it's technically still. No, full. It's not
2: winter till December twenty first.
1: That's true. Um.
0: So, but then we went to this nature park, like, it's, like, a, a park, but it um, has, like, art installations and everything, and then we went to, like, the creek and, like, walked in the water and let frogs nibble, like, froglets nibble at our toes, and it was
1: the best.
2: Can we redo this date?
1: Like, yeah. Thank you. Sure.
0: Um... I, think. They, oh, come.
2: I don't mind if he's there too. Okay. I just want to do all of these things also.
0: Um, I just, I'm not sure when they close for the season.
2: We're going to pretend like they don't close till December. I don't I'm think they do close. close.
0: I don't think they do close till at least mid-November. Um,
1: but... Um,
2: so follow the Disney schedule? Because my birthday is always the end of Halloween, beginning of Christmas at Disney. <laughs> I love that.
0: Um Yeah, no, I will have to find out not on the podcast because I don't know where to look. But fine.
2: um that's, that's a later days exercise. Correct.
0: But yeah, they're they're amazing. And then on Friday I went to yeah. see a Midsummer Night's Dream at Shakespeare in the park. Yeah. I, I love that. it was really really great. Um, I had the best time um, with my friends and we just, the actor who played Puck was phenomenal. So, so great. I it was just such a good week. It was just like a good, fun um, summer week.
2: Speaking of Shakespeare in the Park, when you saw As You Like It, is it the same as our Shakespeare in the Park? Because my friend Noelle was telling me that it's like a super modernized version it's really long.
0: No, I just was not that. It was just as you'd like it. Um, The last day of the season last year was November 30th. Excellent. Yeah.
2: Perfect. I love that for me. I love that for
0: me. I love that for you, too. <laughs> Thank you.
2: But yeah. I haven't yeah. seen the second half of Shakespeare in the Park, but it's on my list. So. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, so I saw Shakespeare in the Park. Um, it was weird because i saw it with rachel and we had just directed um mid-summer night stream at school and we were i was like i know it's stupid and i've read this play a million times and i've seen it a million times but for some reason i was just so used to our bridge script that i was shocked that it was that long <laughs> i was like you, what do you mean it's not a 20 minutes
2: right over here for three hours now okay I don't know how long it is, but a lot of Shakespeare is long, so I'm just
0: assuming. It was, it was probably close to three hours. I was being attacked by Yellow Jackets the entire time, and Rachel and Anna were not, despite the fact that we all had the same food and the same wine, and we were all sitting together, and I was texting Dan, I was like, why will these bees not leave me alone? I don't understand. He was like, maybe it's your perfume. I was like, I don't wear perfume.
2: The fish are sweeter than the rest. That's what he said. I was going to say, if he didn't say that, he really did. He did.
0: He said it was because I was so sweet. And then I was like, later he was like, did the bees keep attacking all night? I was like, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I gotta guess I got to stop being so damn attractive. And he was like, you're such a flirt. And I wasn't even there. I was like, I know I was just trying to make you jealous. He goes, well, it's working.
2: The yellow jackets. Yes.
0: Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, I wouldn't leave you for even the cutest bees. And then I threw up in my mouth a little bit because we're so cute; it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. He ruins all of my apathy. Why
2: I, I would leave a guy for the cutest of beasts if I had a guy? Which is why I don't because it takes very little to leave them. Yes,
0: but like we used to be, you and I used to be equal levels apathetic. What happened to me? I don't
2: know. You got out more than I did. What you got out more as a person than I did. That's true.
0: No, stupid, stupid boy made me fall in love. It happens. He's not a boy. I don't, it is a tragedy.
2: He's a man.
0: That's the that's the real problem. Is he's not a boy. He's a man. And everyone else before has just been a boy. And
2: we will be the tragedy, and I'll be the comedy of our podcast.
0: I love that. My love life is what makes us a tragedy. <laughs> <With> <laughs> like the fact that it's, like, beautiful and healthy and
2: happy. Besides the fact that it's, like, the happiest thing going on in any of our lives. But right. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever.
0: Um, but you know what else is fine? Being yes. spiritual. Being you know. spiritual is so fine.
2: It is grand. And um, I have um, detoured... Yet again, because I've gone through quite a few of the, um, cards I had, so I've started a new collection on my phone. Oh, okay. Um, so my first quote for our spiritual information today comes from the one and only Lecrae, as it should. And, um, if you live for people's acceptance, you will die from their rejection. Beautiful. I love
1: that. It's so true.
2: Is. Um, I used to love Liquorie. I don't know who that is. They're a Christian rap band. Oh, okay. Cool.
1: I'd love to see them. I probably would enjoy
2: them. No doubt.
0: I also enjoy No Doubt.
2: I also enjoy
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Banana. You know what else I enjoy? What is that? Stargate. 2. Stargate SG-1 started season 2 off with a fucking bang.
2: With a bang.
0: So today we are going to be talking about Stargate SG-1 season 2 episode 1. It's going to be really hard to not continue to say SG-1 season 1. I know.
2: I I mean (laughs) I was doing that through season 2 of Bates Motel so I mean it's fine. Um, I do have a question before we start
1: absolutely
2: do you happen to know the filming schedule for this show because i know they knew season one and season two were already planned so did they film continuously and then just release later or did they film continuously like through episode one and then do the rest later because i know they normally would film seasons before their release not all at one time
1: i
0: have absolutely no idea okay Um, Somehow it feels like they didn't,
2: though. Like, it feels like they did not. I feel like this episode felt continuous, though. That's why I was like...
0: That's true. It did. It did, but it had a totally different director. And,
2: you know,
0: so... I
2: didn't But
0: I believe... That's a fair question, which maybe the information is on IMDb, and I just didn't look at it. That's always possible.
2: All right, I just come up with my out-of-the-box questions and hope for a response.
0: I love, I love that you do that.
2: Thank you.
1: Um, nope, no idea.
2: Okay, that's fine. Um, it's not that big of a deal. We can always discuss it later. Yeah. I just... I was curious that was the first one of my first thoughts while watching this because it felt like it did just pick up from where we left off and so
0: yeah, um, So it is entitled The Serpent's Lair and it is in fact part three of the three part season finale episode of season one um, It was rated
2: 8.6 stars It's wild that's the same as the finale right? I believe so. I believe so. The
0: finale was 8.5, actually. Oh gosh, so this it's is higher not higher nice, than Yeah. No, I think 8.6 was tied for the highest. Wasn't there something that was rated 8.6 earlier in the season?
2: I don't know. I thought it was the finale. But, again,
0: mm. I don't know how my
2: brain works. It's possible I just made that up.
0: Maybe. I don't know. No, there – yeah, no, there – oh, 8.6, yep. Uh, there, but for the grace of God was 8.6.
2: That was the one with a. Uh, what meets
0: worlds? No, 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 no. This was the one where Daniel went to the alternate universe. Yes, yes, that tracks. Okay. Um. So this was also eight point six, which is currently tied for the highest of the show. But as we discussed in the season wrap up last week, it is not going to be the highest this season because there are some bangers this season. Um,
1: Hit nine points. I know. Yeah,
0: right. um it came out on june 26 1998 which is baffling to me because when did tv seasons start in-
2: right. <laughs> that's such a weird release date it's not even like early summer show release it's like right because it's
0: not a summer show because then it continues for right whole, like twenty. the normal network tv schedule is september to december and then two months off and then february to may maybe june starting in june is so weird yes yes so um but it did come out on june 26, 26th and the number one song was the boy is mine by brandy and monica Speaking of, there is a live reunion of Cinderella.
2: Yeah, there out. is. I saw that. I'm going to die. But it's the original cast, right? Like,
0: yeah, everybody, everybody who's still alive. Yeah. Look. So obviously, Whitney won't be there, but everybody else will.
2: I'm excited.
1: I know.
0: So excited. Um, the number one movie was the X-Files movie.
2: I did not know there was a movie.
1: There
2: was. I knew there's a thousand gazillion TV shows because that is one show that I have only vaguely dived into that I would love to watch more. But
0: um, the movie it was one of those things where they did that sometimes in the '90s, where really great TV shows would randomly have a feature film
1: that go with them, and it's all the same actors. Like Rugrats. <laughs> Rugrats go to Paris. What? Yes, yes. I almost wore my reptile shirt yesterday. Oh, you should have warrant today.
0: It would have been relevant. I, should, I would have, um, I didn't know it would have been
2: relevant. You never um, know what to expect here at Death and Aliens.
0: <laughs> um, and, um, the news that I want to share is, it was really difficult. I, was i looked up and nothing happened on that day. And I was like, I'm so sick of nothing having happened on these days. And I get it, 90s was a long time ago, but like, you can't tell me literally nothing happened in the world. Right. So we found a site that like, doesn't tell me specifically days, but it gives me like, what types of headlines were trending about this time. And the number one trending news item from the end of June, 1998, was Bruce Willis and Demi Moore announcing their split.
2: I'm sorry. You're telling me that was 24 years ago? Yes. I guess that tracks that she then also married Ashton Kutcher and has divorced him by now.
0: Yeah, um, rumor was 10 when they split. And that was 24 years ago. God. All of their girls are fully grown adults now.
2: Wild. <sighs>
0: That is tough. I was like, I never remember them being together. I just always remember their, like, them being. The split, always. But also, like, the fact that they're, like, super healthy co-parents. Yeah. Like, for for nasty Hollywood divorce, as far as nasty Hollywood divorces go, they might be the healthiest co-parenting relationship I've ever seen in my life. Yes. I'm obsessed with that. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Mostly, I used to only be obsessed with Bruce Willis and like think to me more was like a bad person. Um, Maybe it was the Ashton Kutcher thing. It just kind of irked me. But then I started becoming a weird rumor Willis Stan. Um, I went through a phase where, like, Rumor was the background of my phone. Like, I was just, like, in a weird, weird place with my obsession with Rumor Willis. And her her mom were really close, so then I, like, forgave her mom for these wrongs that never happened to me. Right. Um, yes.
1: yes. That all makes sense.
0: So I just was like, sure, let's go with that. Um, Mulan was also in theaters. Oh,
2: excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Never did watch the live action.
0: Me either. I didn't want to give Communist China any money.
2: I heard it's terrible. Yeah, me too. So I mean I also don't want to give Communist China any money, but like But like if it was a good yeah. movie I might consider it. Right.
0: Um this episode was directed by Jonathan Glasner and written by Brad White. So it is our dream team original duo. Um and the guest star that I'm gonna talk about is Robert Wisden, and he plays Lieutenant
1: Colonel Samuels. Correct. Um, he was
0: known for the Watchmen movie. He played Robert Nixon. Never watched it. Richard Nixon is that man's name, not Robert.
2: You mean like the president? Correct. Okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Um, He was on the X-Files TV show, not the movie, I checked. Um, He was also in Final Destination.
2: The first one? Yep. Definitely seen it, so definitely seen him in that.
0: Um, But then also he was a recurring character for quite some time on Smallville.
2: Never watched it. It's another on my list of like I'm gonna buckle down and watch that one day.
0: Yeah. Um. So he, you know, did a lot. Um. I had a weird fact that I looked up trivia about him, and something weird was there, and I didn't write it down because I was like, "I'll remember that." And we're recording in three hours, and I didn't.
2: Never trust your brain.
0: Nope. Um. Yeah. He sucks and I hate him, but all of the other characters in this episode we'd already talked about, so.
2: But like, he's probably okay as a human.
0: Yeah, probably. He's done some
2: other things that I like.
0: Right. And I think he probably died in Final Destination, so like.
2: Yeah, death got him. Who didn't, really? Like, one, there was probably like one final girl in each one, I'm sure. It's a very tropey movie. (laughs) True, 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 true.
0: Um, Yeah. So. This episode begins, where we left off? We get a really, really nice previously on, like, recap that I appreciated a lot. Because it was, like, it was a good, good balance of, like, telling us what happened in the pre-episodes of this. Like, because it really was more like a, this is a to-be-continued
2: episode, not a, this is a brand new season, what happened last season thing. Which is really good. Now, watching this episode, I will refer to this the rest of my life. I feel bad for Sweden. Is it Sweden that I feel bad for? Yeah. Like, imagine this is like at least they had a good previously on because if Sweden watched this five years later and had not had this previously on, no clue. Would have had no clue what happened.
0: Anyone who hasn't watched the episode where we told the information about Sweden is going to be confused because I think we have referred to feeling bad for Sweden every week for the last month.
2: Yes, I think I constantly talk about feeling bad for Sweden. Um, I may or may not have also mentioned on a Bates episode. I don't know. I just feel really bad for Sweden. Yeah.
0: Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and watch more of our podcast. Thank you. We um, cannot
2: tell you what episode because we do not remember. No. I want to say it was four ago. Four star Bates okay. ago. Probably.
0: So um, they, we start with our SG-1 team, making sure that they have put enough C-4 everywhere on the ship and kind of just resolving to die along with the ship. And Jack goes to like give a rousing finale speech and goes, sorry guys, I can't think of anything
1: profound. Yeah, And um, they're trying to figure out what they're going to do,
0: how they're going to fix this, how they're going to save the Earth when Apophis'
1: ship appears. Because we needed more trouble. Exactly. So they're like, all right,
0: well, things are going to get real. And Jack's like, what is the timer on the C4 set, too? And uh, they were like, 24 hours. He was like, what the fuck would you do that for? They were like, we did that when we thought we were still light years away.
2: We thought we had an entire year before we were going to hit
1: Earth. Yeah. Um,
0: and then all of a sudden, like, a bunch of old people come into the room and start attacking them and send this grenade thing that sets off, like, a flash bomb and they all go black out. And then the credits roll. I thought that was a nice intro. I thought it was a great intro. I like that even Teal blacked out because then you were confused.
1: Yeah. You were like, what? I don't know. Um, So then they wake up
0: after the credits, blind and in a cage.
2: Because whatever, why not?
0: Why not? Jack's like, well, and Teal's like, don't worry, the blindness is temporary. This is what the weapon was.
1: Blah, blah, blah. We'll be fine. Um except for that we will die. Um, it's fine.
0: But speaking of we will die, Daniel is sitting in his corner of the cage in full-on fucking spiral mode. He's like, this is the worst thing that's going to happen. We're going to die. The Earth's going to die. Everybody's going to die. I've seen this before. This is the end of the world. We've ruined everything. I can't fix it.
1: Nope. No.
2: I mean, like, to me be fair, though, if I saw the entire world die and then I was in a trap, <laughs> it would probably also spiral.
0: Oh, no. I was going to say, I've felt that way about cooking macaroni and cheese. So, like, oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not mad at him. It's just not
1: productive.
2: Right. Not super convenient in the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, what? Oh. Also, uh, at some point, Sam bites Jack during
2: this. <laughs>
1: that was lovely
2: because when they were talking about it, they tell him bite him in the hand. Well, no,
0: when she first wakes up, yeah, she's blind, and Jack like moved his leg, and she bit his leg. Right, and then so then he was like, yeah, when and if anybody comes <laughs> to the cage, bite him in the hand, like. Yeah, he was just like, I don't you know, we can't see shit. Bite him, I guess. Like, uh, <sighs> so then, um, Clorell is put back in the sarcophagus to heal because remember they killed him last week.
1: It's kind it of
2: means that uh, what's his name is not all the way dead because his body is still coming back with Chlorel. What's his name? Skara. Oh, Skara.
1: Yes, Skara. Scara. Yes. Um, and
0: I had a moment. I just wrote, yes, because I had a thought and I wasn't sure if it was a memory or a thought, but I knew. I knew who the serpent guard who put him back in the sarcophagus was. I just I obviously did not. But my note—it literally just says a star, and it's just—my
2: yes. just says the sound I just made from excitement. But we're not quite there yet. I no.
0: Before, but this my note was there because in that moment I go—that's what you oh, remember. I know, I know. but I—I I don't. I it probably is a memory, but I was like, oh,
1: that's how they're gonna do that.
0: Again, it's been so long since I've seen this that sometimes it's memories and sometimes it's just like figuring out the plot. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, so then, but then we go to Earth where Lieutenant Colonel Asshole, as I call him, um, very fitting, is there, and Hammond is like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And he was like, "Um, I'm your liaison with the Pentagon." Um. I've been working on a weapon with area 51
1: and we're going to blow up like a old ship. Okay, whatever. Flip off.
2: Um, <laughs> me and my, are watching our both just like, he's so stupid. Yeah.
0: Um, then we go back to the ship and Apophis is like, what the fuck? And you, they're like, well, Clorel got killed by the humans. We captured them. He's in the sarcophagus. I was thinking that we should wait to execute them till Pharrell wakes up so he can do it. And Apophis is just like, no, kill them now. They're assholes. They tried to kill my son. I want them dead. Yeah.
1: So, servant guard man has to go deal with that. But then we flash back to Earth, where uh, we
0: find out that Lieutenant Colonel Samuels, absolute piece of shit that he is, and all of his shit talking of the Stargate project and how it's useless and doesn't do anything good for Earth has used the Naquada to make galactic warheads.
2: Right, right. I was like, now you want, now you want to be a part of this. Now you think the world's going to end. Like, cute, cute,
0: cute. I don't know what else he said that pissed me right the fuck off because my next note just says he's an asshole.
2: Well, he was like, Hammond was like, you can't, like, we're not going to do this yet. He's like, no, we're doing it. I don't care about anything. And Hammond was standing up for SG one. Yeah. Time. Yeah, no, he's just a fucking piece of shit. I hate
0: him. Um. Then we go back to the spaceship where I turned out to be correct. And the serpent guard was, in fact... Bratok, ah. which this pisses me off because I realized it wasn't me being confused about how to pronounce it. Um Teal and Clorale say bratok, and Jack says
1: bratok. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And I don't, I don't know if that's supposed to be like a Jack is a dumb human, or if that's just like a Richard Dean Anderson just said it wrong, and they too many times they just gave up.
2: No, so we'll add it to the Google list.
0: Yeah. So, um. So Bratak punches Jack straight in the face and then yells at all of them that they have ruined his
1: plan. Which, to be fair, he had a really good plan. He had a great
0: plan. His plan was... Does he describe his plan right now? No. No, he just says that he spent a very long time getting... Apophis to trust him and let him back in the inner circle and he had a plan and them being here ruined it and he is now on direct orders from Apophis himself to kill them. But he will not
1: be doing that.
2: Yeah. So this is also around the same time. This is very irrelevant to the show but this is around the same time that Jack starts saying it's a bad day and he just says it over and over and all I want to do is sing Daniel Powder's bad day Who the cast during this entire episode? That's
0: so fair. So fair.
2: I love that sad day song. I love that song. I love it. I think Jack would hate it. I think he would also hate
0: it. But I think Sam would like play it to like in the shower after they get home from a mission, just to like get it out of her system. And Jack would punch a locker because he had
1: a bad day. And he had to listen to her likes. saying that he had a bad day. So Tilk could be confused, and I think Daniel would like it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um,
0: back to Earth, where they are tracking things and looking at the computer and seeing things that go on in the spaceship, and they see an explosion in the spaceship on the cameras which I still don't understand how their cameras work, but that is a very different question. Um, so they see this explosion on the cameras and Harriman and Hammond are both like, oh, I bet SG-1 is on the ship. Interference, like, great. And Samuels is like, you can't gate to a ship. Hmm. Huh. And to be fair, he he's
2: nothing. To be fair, he's absolutely correct, but I hate him. so he he also, there's no way he would know that he's correct. Like, no, he's not a
0: part the, of the team. No, but that's the thing is, he does. He's read all of their reports. He is their supervisor for the yeah. Pentagon. He knows what they're doing. He's just a pretentious prick about it.
2: But also, like, there's no way to know that they didn't get on the ship just because they didn't target to the ship. Like. But they escaped in the Stargate, remember? Yeah, but they could have escaped to this planet and then ended up on a ship. Like, the planet is what happened, but.
0: Theoretically, no ship can move that fast. And there'd have to be a Stargate somewhere else in our galaxy. I yes. I just hate him. That's fair. I, I hate him more because he's correct. So then we go back to the ship, and Bratak explains that his plan was to cause infighting. When they got ready to destroy the planet, he was going to take the Serpent Guard, for Florel's people, to Apophis, and attack them. And convince the the Apophis's people that they that those were orders from Chlorel and cause infighting and have all the serpent guards kill each other, so that Apophis and Chlorel kill each other and then never attack her. Right. Which is a good plan. Mm-hmm. There's one kind of serious flaw in that plan. Yes. If either Apophis or Chlorel survived would they not then just still attack her?
2: Yeah, but that gives you more time to figure out how to take down one of them, you're not trying to fight both of them. So, like, I still think that is a – I mean, I still think he thinks that one of them will survive, but they will cut down the team a lot because other people will be fighting. and then also that gives you time to figure out how to stop it.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right.
2: That's what I assumed anyways, because I assumed one of them would live yeah he would kill them because there was no one protecting him or you know there would be a new plan
0: but in order to enact his plan that's why he put querelle back in the sarcophagi because he needed querelle to be alive for his plan to work right um then we see this beautiful rousing speech that Hammond gives a bunch of people about the future and sending them to the alpha planet and a new colony off of Earth. And it was a lovely speech, but it also very much felt like a season finale speech, not a season premiere speech, and so I didn't care for it very much.
2: Right. Um, I kind of zoned out when he was giving his speeches. I'm not going to lie. That's okay.
0: Um, so he sends them to their new colony, all wakes up and wants to burn he is like angry and trying to burn everything down and Bratak um, is like alright we're ready to go we're going to go enact our plan and Jeff's like cool how many men do you have and he said including Teal four <laughs> <laughs> sure. oh. so you can't start an insurrection with three people
2: no
0: four. Four. four, four.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. That caught me off guard. I don't know why, but it was funny.
1: It was
0: like the, the light, humorous moment of the episode. I appreciated it. Um, so we go back to Earth and we find out that the ships have finally uh, reached orbit because Chlorel is awake now, so they've started to move into orbit of the Earth. Um, because the whole time the people on Earth couldn't figure out why the ships hadn't moved, but Apophis was waiting for Coral to wake up. So they moved into the orbit of Earth and Samuels is ready to launch his horrible weapons. Um, Hammond is like, while well, we're waiting for this weapon launch, let's get the next group of people to the Alpha Colony. And Samuel was like, why? My plan's gonna work and then they don't need to be evacuated. Namon's like, I don't fucking trust your plan.
2: Yeah. He's like, but also we're gonna do it just in case. Like just
0: in just in case. Don't be so cocky. Why asshole. does it
2: hurt to have a backup plan? Right.
1: Um so uh the weapons get
0: launched and they're coming toward the gold ships. And Apophis is straight up laughing in the face of these weapons. Which is kind of stupid. Because if it did hit him, he'd die.
2: Right. But like um, he also knows they have the shields to protect him. Correct.
1: But so well, but Chorelle, to struggle, but
0: Chlorelle needs to activate these shields. And for some reason, Chlorel takes a very very long time to activate these shields. Obviously, we know what the reason is. Right. The reason is because Scar like maybe just counts and get over Yeah,
2: and he's not strong enough because he didn't spend enough time in the sarcophagus.
0: So he oh. and um, so the goat the, uh,
1: takes over <laughs> the
0: body and activates the shields, and the warheads strike the shields and do absolutely zero
1: damage and vaporize instantaneously. Yes. And um, Samuel says her Ugh, The worst.
0: Um, the strike from within continues. Everybody's fighting. People are sneaking around. Everything's great. We see Hammond on the phone with the president, and he's like, sir, I think it is time for you to come to Air Force 1 and please leave.
2: I will never not think of the Powerpuff Girls when I see him talking on a red phone. I understand that that's just how it is. It is a red phone. But I always think of the Powerpuff Girls emergency.
0: I always think of the 1960s Bat phone where the mayor, where Batman calls the mayor. Yes. So there yeah. i think the powerpuff girls did it because of the 1960s bat phone Which they did so like i guess it we're both say, thinking of technically the same phone
2: superheroes
0: yeah um so apophis is talking to Coral and he's like listen i'm struggling this young boy this host body is really strong i can't fight him off i need to go back to and the sarcophagus and apophis
2: is like suck it up bitch Almost word for word.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, So then we go back to Earth and uh, Samuels is like, now that this plan didn't work, I think the appropriate response is for me to go to the Alpha Colony and be done with this. And um, Hammond is like, you are a garbage fucking human being. You You are going to stay here and you are going to fight and
2: fuck you. No. And that one was word for written. Right. He's such a coward. Like, how on earth? How on earth did he think he was gonna get away with that? Like yeah. But he back? also tells him, he says, uh, he's like, Yeah, but I wanna go and be helpful and he just looks at him and says, The idea is to send the best and brightest. And I was like, Oh burn. Yeah, it was beautiful. That stupid man. You
1: are garbage person
0: Mm -hmm. um so you go back to planet or the spaceship and Bratak goes in and Coral's like Bratak come here and he's like I can't he's like what Mm
1: -hmm. and Bratak finally is like fuck you and you and you um I hate your friends and they hate me too um (laughs) It's a hot girl, bummer.
0: Anthem. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm for a second. Could you, imagine,
0: could you imagine if Bratak just started singing Black Bear?
2: No, I would love that. Nothing would make me happier. But it's also <laughs> the last thing on earth I would ever expect.
0: Correct. And that song did not exist at that time.
2: Well, of course, of course.
0: Um, so he calls him out. He's like, you were just a parasite living in a little boy. You are not a god. And then Coral starts to kill him. And so Jack, Teal, and Sam run in, and they're like, Daniel, watch our backs, and leave Daniel alone in the hallway. Um, gradually leave Daniel alone with um, two very large guns. But um, my next note says that Daniel has stormed your brain
2: yeah, yeah. Um, he's not, like, top-notch with these guns. No, I no, 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 In
0: fact, I think the Stormtroopers might have better aim than Daniel. And, they're not,
2: um, um, more active than Daniel. They shoot a lot more.
1: So, so Daniel um, obviously gets power shot um,
2: with a gold weapon, so yeah. he looks like he's gonna fucking die. Yeah, my aunt panicked. And I was like, oh, he's died like 50 times. He's probably going to be fine. She's like, okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Good, 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 good. So Jack comes out and he's like, I'm not leaving you behind. And Daniel's like, just do it. And Daniel says some, like, really hurtful things, kind of, about basically being back up all the time. Mm -hmm. And it made me sadder than I think it was supposed to.
1: Yeah. Um, and so Jack's like, all right, and leaves. So the rest of them go to Apophysis's ship and,
0: um, they're like, do we have any more C4? And i like, will no, we used it all on coral ship. And they're like, well then, we're going to use Chlorell's ship to blow up the composition.
1: Big brain. Um, uh-huh. Then Apophis and Chlorel get into a fight. I don't
0: remember. I just said he's mad so, at po-
2: <laughs> There was one line that I wanted to talk about before we get mm-hmm. into their fight. Uh, Bratak and Jack were talking, and they're figuring out what their next move is before the C4, because they don't have any more. And he's like, so what's the plan? What do we do? And Bratak just says, now we die. And Jack just looks at him mm-hmm. and goes, well, that's a bad plan. <laughs> 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 it's like, yep, that's not a great one. <laughs> Not a great plan.
0: <laughs> to be fair, the number of times this episode that the answer has been like, well, now
2: we die. <laughs> I know. But it was just, like, so straightforward in that moment. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, all right, maybe don't do that. If you can you
0: help it. Um, But Apophis is mad at Clarell, And I c- couldn't exactly figure out why.
2: I think because he hesitated.
0: Oh, 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 no, I lied. Because, okay, when they went to Apophis's ship, they brought Clarell as a prisoner.
1: Oh,
2: them. that's right, that's right.
0: And then Teal'c was like, oh, I'm going to shoot him. And then Apophis was like, you weak little bitch. Yes. Um. And then they're like, okay, we need to get the shield off of this ship so that the other ship can blow it up. So... Uh, Bratuk is explaining this long, fancy path that they have to take to turn this button off. And Jack's, like, down there, bottom of that hole? He's, like, yeah. they just dropped two grenades. And he was, like, grenades.
2: Oh, this might have been where he said, well, now we die. Maybe, Maybe, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, um, because then they're, like, okay, we're just going to, like, Die, oh, yeah, because then he was like, So now what do we do? Well, now we die because the chips are going right. to blow each other yeah. up, and that's yeah. it. And they were like, Or escape <laughs> pods,
2: not that, go-
0: yeah. So they go to the escape pod room, and like Jack's trying to figure out a tactical way to go in there and like knock some guys out so that they can get it. And Rajak goes, Hold on, and he throws one of those shock bombs that we saw at the beginning of the episode, and he goes, No, that's a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> <And it's> like- <laughs> Is,
1: Beautiful
0: is indeed. It is indeed. Um. And um Daniel, the well, meanwhile, this is all happening, has crawled himself into the sarcophagus to heal
2: himself. Which is genius. But also, like, I was like, how did he get there in his state?
0: <sighs> the walking to get there was definitely challenging. I agree. But if you remember in the movie, he has been healed in the sarcophagus before. Right.
2: right. So,
0: like, the fact that he had that thought was not...
2: No, yeah. ...surprising. I was less concerned about why and him thinking about it, more of the, like, how-to.
0: Well, we saw him, like, dragging himself on the floor. He only got shot on one side of his body.
2: Very hard. Yeah. I probably would have just given up.
0: Well... Also, Good when, he
2: was,
0: when this episode started, they had, like, 24 hours left on the timer. When he get, got out of the sarcophagus, he had a minute left. Yeah. So, like, let's be fair, it might have taken him quite some time.
2: Well, no, because whenever they were going to Apophis's ship, I made a note. So I was like, that was a fast 24 hours. Because they said, they, ha- they were like, we have, like, one hour, like, 48 minutes or something left.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's
2: like less than an hour that he did this.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't know. Maybe uh, really close.
0: So then we have less than a minute left. We're watching the timer.
1: Apophis and Chlorelle get in their little That's teleport funny. thing and leave. We don't know where. We'll never know. I mean, when- one oh. Just ten seasons ago, at, so. at first I thought
0: they went back to Clarell's ship, and then I was like, "That's too easy." They're yeah, not dead yet. absolutely
2: not. That would be too easy.
0: Yeah. We um, don't have
2: back up yet. Yeah.
0: So then the other, the four on Apophis's ship use the escape pods. They correctly get out, and also at the, the exact same time, Daniel uses his big brain and uses the gate to escape because. Fun fact, they're now back in planetary orbit. Yup. But he couldn't go back to SGC because he needed to use Earth as the starting point.
2: He did go to SGC. Oh, he went to the other portal and then went back to...
0: He Estrella. went to the P3X 498 or whatever, the mm-hmm. alpha planet and then came back That's why right. he it. did
2: say that. I forgot. Yeah, him. because
0: he... he That's why he was like, what do I... When he was like looking at it and he like was pressing the buttons it's because he figured out that he was on Earth but he also knew he couldn't get to Earth. So he was like, he just was like, well, hopefully they're using the same coordinates uh, for the new planet as we did in the alternate reality and... Did that like just brain? Super smart. Daniel's brain <sighs> baffles me because he is probably one of the smartest characters I've ever seen on a television show, and yet he also
1: makes some of the dumbest decisions. I've I think ever he has seen. ADHD. His brain's just all over the place all the time. <sighs> Yeah, because then he does hyper-focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting.
2: You were going to bad... diagnose some people on Stargate, did you?
1: No,
0: I did not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could diagnose some severe trauma in Jack's life. I mean, of course. His, his dad did not love him very well.
2: I mean, he's got all of the time, um, all of what has happened to him. <laughs> so,
0: but um,
1: the ships explode. Um, everyone on earth is celebrating because the ships have
0: exploded. Um, the gliders are not going to last long, but Daniel and Sam have a beautiful moment looking at the earth through orbit and they oh, saved yes. it and everything is beautiful. What did I say, Daniel? I meant Jack. I meant Jack.
2: And Tilk and Bratak had a beautiful moment where he says, we die well, Tilk. And Tilk says, we die free.
0: There's not quite yet. Oh, Not quite yet. The next time we see them, that conversation happens. Not but because they're just like, oh, it's beautiful. And then that's the end. And they saved it. And it's beautiful. Because then we go back to Earth where they're all celebrating. And Daniel comes through the gate and explains the whole thing that we just explained about how he got back to Earth and Hammond is like, where's the rest of the crew? Or where's the rest of the team? And he was like,
1: What do you mean? Was no, he's not. he's like, um I know. Pretty sure they're dead. All right. Congratulations,
0: you killed your best team. But you saved the earth. So I lose. Um, then, then we go back and they're talking about how they're dying in the pod. And he's like, we die well. And he's like, better than that. We die free. And Jack goes, maybe we don't die at all. (laughs) Maybe we should stop with the whole everybody dies thing. Right. Because the shuttle Endeavor has arrived to pick them up. And it's a beautiful, beautiful moment.
1: It is a
0: beautiful moment. And they go back to Earth. And there's a welcoming thing and they talk about how wonderful Gratak is and how he saved everything. And I think that they're all under the impression that Apophis and Corell were on the ship and dead. And it's
1: oh.
0: fine. It's fine. They're definitely under the impression that they've uh, defeated but that's okay. they're definitely under the impression that they've defeated, defeated Apophis, right. which is incorrect, but fine. Um so- And then Hammond is like, oh, there's someone who wants to see you guys. And Daniel comes out from behind the crowd to be reunited with them. And Jack calls him a space monkey. And again, it was an awesome episode, but it felt very season finale-ish.
2: It should have been the season finale. And I think they didn't do it because they didn't know how their viewership was going to go. And so they held this one out. So people will come back. Like, they were like,
0: we come, to trick you into watching next season. Yeah. They use I think that's
2: exactly why they did it. Because it felt like it should have been a season Ooh. one.
0: Well, in that case, then maybe it was filmed altogether. And then they just were like, it'll be interesting. <laughs> Everyone.
2: When did, what was the last episode date of uh, season one?
1: It was February of oh, ninety-eight.
2: Yeah, So not like that long.
1: It's not.
0: That's the other thing. It's not even that long. It's four months,
2: unless you're Sweden,
0: unless you're, unless you're Sweden. But four months is not a long time for a season hiatus. It really no. isn't. I've waited two years for new sh- for shows to come back.
2: I've waited longer. Sweden
0: I've waited a lot of time. Oh, Sweden. My poor thing. No. Um. So, um, trivia-wise, I don't have a ton.
1: All right, all right.
0: Um, it was once voted the 10th best episode of all Stargate episodes for all 10
1: seasons. Wow. it's
2: a big, big stand. Um,
1: Um, there is a weird quote that
0: O'Neill says that is a variation of a quote from the movie Patton from 1970 that people think that George Os Patton actually said but he didn't. It was only from the movie so that's weird. (laughs) Um, And this, this one is a really fun trivia fact
2: but it's very spoilery. No. Don't do it. Hold it. Hold it in your back pocket. Come back to it after it's been spoiled.
0: That's at the end of the whole show.
2: Well, save it for our DNA awards.
0: No, okay, it's because it's it's not content spoilery, and it's something that I kind of have already talked about. Season I will
2: two, calm through this computer.
0: Season two is the only season of the entire ten season run where all five of our main characters appear in every single episode. Okay. So it, that's why I said it borders on spoilery. It's not. Right. right. No, it's okay. Yeah. So Michael Shanks, Amanda Tapping, Richard Dean Anderson, Donna Davis, and Christopher judge, all five of them are in every single one of these 21 episodes. And it's the only time in the show's history, including in season one, that we just watched, that all five of them are in every single
1: episode. Sure. So, season two is a good one. Good little reunion season. Um,
2: I think
0: season two is probably one of the better seasons.
2: I don't need you to tell me that when we have eight seasons left.
0: No, not that there are bad seasons, but, like, you know how, like, even in shows that every season is good, there's that one season that if you're, like, what season should somebody watch to, like, really get why a show is good? Season two is that season. Got
2: it. Okay. Expecting fireworks for the next 17 years of my life, so. That's true. You better hold up your end of the bargain. We don't no. have a bargain, but. You don't have a bargain. I don't um, be enjoying the show.
0: If we we add, uh, if we also watch the spinoffs, there will be fireworks every time I look at Jason Momoa, so. Who
2: else is in that season that I read about recently that is popular that I didn't know? Maybe I should just pull up the cast because I have no other information other than that. There's someone else in Atlantis that, like... I know from something else, and I was like, "Oh, nice! I didn't know he was he or she was in that." Um, um, female. I uh, I I
0: um I know everyone in the show, but not in a way that I would know what to tell you. I know.
1: This is random. I feel like. Mm. What you know, What what were you watching? Like I
2: don't. I I don't know that either. Okay, I don't know so, where this information came from. So I cannot help you. No, I I have no no way of having you help me. Okay, but
1: it's fine. It's fine. Uh,
2: hmm.
1: Oh, I bet I do know.
2: Corey Monteith is in it. That is not who I was thinking though. Um, was
0: it, uh, Jamie Ray Newman, who's in The Punisher?
2: Where is that person?
0: She is a ginger. She's, like, above Cory Monteith, if you're looking at the Google cast.
2: You know, probably.
0: probably. Okay. I was just thinking of things that you know that would... I do know that, but I've seen her in other things. Like, I've seen her in a few things, so... No, but I mean, things that you would have been watching or thinking about recently...
2: Yeah. Um, I also like Rachel Luttrell. I've seen her in something else. I think, probably not. I don't know. I'm sure anything else listed, but uh, oh, she was in Zombie Lane. Double Tap. Love Zombie Lane. <laughs> okay. And Tori Higginson. We could watch this. I like these people. Yeah. Um, all right. Sorry, I spiraled. That's okay. I oh, do that yeah. often. We do right, that yeah. often on this yeah. podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking of spirals, um, let's spiral into um, our feelings. Yes. Who would you like to punch?
2: Samuels. Samuel?
0: No, no, Samuels. Lieutenant Colonel something Samuels. Samuels is his last name. That's like a very, very solid answer. It's going to be hard for me to come up with a secondary answer. Maybe
1: but if I think if I had to I mean Apophis is always punchable
0: he's kind of like an easy easy throw punch he didn't
2: really really do anything like egregious I mean other than like try to blow up the earth but you know
0: (sighs) yeah but like bad guy's gonna bad guy
1: you know what I mean True. Yeah, I guess I'll go with
0: Apophis. Mm No, you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with. And this is going to be weird because the ability to punch them is very um, not. I don't have it. Um, okay. I'm going to go with the Ga'uld in Pharrell. Like not, I don't want to punch Skara. I want right. to take the little fucking nugget out of
2: his brain and punch it in the face. Yes, yes I feel that. Um. Yeah, that was my answer. Two episodes ago. That's true. Yeah. So it's a good one. It's a good pick. So um, who is your MVP? I was kind of split on this one, but I think in the end, I'm going to go with Talk.
1: That is very good. I. Talk really is the true MVP of the episode. Um, I
0: think I'm going to give it to Hammond for simultaneously never giving up on the SG1 team or on the earth and also telling Samuels he was a garbage human.
2: Right. Yeah, I was split between him, Broad Talk, and Daniel. Just because Daniel, I mean, he almost died protecting everyone. I'm he like, did almost die protecting everyone, but he was a whiny bitch about
0: it. And so I like, mean, couldn't give him the MVP. That's true. That's
2: why I ultimately... He love. almost gave
0: it to Jack just for calling Daniel a space monkey. But then I was like, that's not really the best
2: justification. As right. A- There's a few more few more good things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> might should reward. So. Oh. yeah.
1: Wow. Well. Season two, let
2: me tell you. Welcome back to Stargate. Yeah. We never left, but welcome back anyway. So Yeah.
0: We, uh, unlike Sweden, we didn't wait very long. We did not. Bless them. If you have thoughts
1: about season two, if you have
0: predictions, if you have an idea of where Papas and Clorell went, because I don't, um, tell us. You can email us at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> you can email us at deafanalien
2: at <laughs> gmail.com. You can. You can I got very distracted up. when you said that because the mirror behind you showed up for a second when you leaned. Right. And it looked like it was coming out of your head. And then like after you fixed the picture, I was like, she just said it at gmail.com. It's <laughs> like by itself. Yes. 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 Gmail.com. It's fine. It's like. fine. You can find us on the Gmail.
0: (laughs) Yeah, You can follow us on any social media at Death and Aliens. And you can follow me on all of the social medias at E-M-K-A-Y underscore superstar.
2: And you can find me at C-E-Cloud 13.
0: And we will see you... Um, Thriller Thursday, for the start
1: of season three of Bates Motel. Boop, boop. Bye. Bye. See ya.